You're listening to On the Right Road. Get ready to experience extraordinary real-life inspiration and discover valuable tools to help kids find and travel the right road in school and in life. And now, here's your award-winning host, author, singer-songwriter, producer, humanitarian, and founder of Right Road Kids. It's Paula Phillips. Right Road! Hello, everyone, and welcome to On the Right Road. I'm your host, Paula Phillips, and as always, I've got something good and positive and wonderful to say and share with you all this evening. First of all, welcome to summer. Yay! This is our first On the Right Road show of the 2019 summer season, and it's going to be a double blast of specialness. First of all, it's our always anticipated annual summer kickoff for teachers episode, and I love this episode so much each year. (laughs) I'm not sure that people really understand how exhausted teachers and all educators are at the end of a school year. That term, um, teacher exhausted, has really become kind of a buzz phrase. And it's like being exhausted to the nth degree, right, teachers? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and, and so I really, really like to kick off each summer with a jumbo boost of a show that just helps you relax and take a deep breath and refresh and feel the love and appreciation for all you've accomplished this school year and really begin to, you know, the whole renewal process that is so important to recharge your battery so you can feel strong and ready to thrive in your life and uplifting your kids on the right road moving forward. So to tie it all in, I've titled this episode Thriving as an Educator, so often in education. And, you know, I really feel in life lately, it seems like so many truly amazing people are sharing that they're feeling like they're just surviving, not thriving. So my hope is that this show will really be a part of truly helping you all thrive, not just survive, in doing what you love, in teaching, in whatever you're called to do in life. And wait till you meet my guest, you guys. She's one in a million. She herself is a teacher, and one of her life's passions and callings, really, is to help other teachers thrive. And honestly, I think everything that we share here tonight is going to be a blessing for everyone listening, whatever field or life stage you're in. And the second part of the beauty of tonight's show is the giving fund, you guys. Our amazing sponsors have helped me build in over $15,000 worth of gifts and giveaways for you as part of tonight's show. (laughs) So welcome to each and every one of you listening. I'm so happy you're here with me. And I just pray that tonight's program will be a wonderful blessing for you and helping you thrive throughout the summer and always. And since I just mentioned the $15,000 plus in giveaways, let's start with tonight's first awesome giveaway. And what I'll do is I'll announce all the recipients from all of tonight's giveaways on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. Okay, so set your alarm to check that exciting post. I usually post it on the Monday right after a show. But My son is graduating from eighth grade this week, and speaking of thriving, I also just want to make sure to give him my full focus this week, too. So thank you guys for understanding that I'll be posting the long, long list of recipients a day later than usual. So it'll be up at Tuesday afternoon. I usually post it right at 3.30 p.m. Pacific, okay? And... 
We'll get all the gifts from tonight's show out in the mail to the recipient teachers at their home addresses the week of June 17th. Remember, you guys, that we're now in summertime gift delivery mode. We mail gifts to teachers at their schools during the school year, but over the summer, we ship to teachers at their home addresses. So nothing gets lost in the mail or in school offices while campuses are closed. Okay, so make sure to check Tuesday's big recipient announcement post on our Right Road Kids Facebook page so you know how to respond if you're a recipient, okay? There are going to be so, 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 so many recipients from tonight's live and pre-show giving you guys. Oh, my gosh. So here's tonight's first On the Right Road giveaway. It's open to all educators in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. And first, I want to make sure to mention tonight's code word, which is the word THRIVE. So for those of you who might be new to On the Right Road, what you're going to do is you want to have our Right Road Kids Facebook page up and ready, okay? And then as I announce each giveaway, it's going to pop right up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page. This first one isn't there yet because I haven't explained it. And then each giveaway post is going to have the easy entry guidelines. But in addition to what's there on Facebook, you want to type in tonight's code word anywhere in your entry comment, the word THRIVE. Because that officially enters you, it officially lets you know that we're lets us know that you're listening. Okay, <laughs> so for this first giveaway, I have ten, what I'm calling teacher summer packs. You'll see in the giveaway picture uh, again on our Right Road Kids Facebook page that each is super specially in summary, including love who you are note cards. I love these, and tons of post-its and cool pens, some of teachers' favorite supplies. And each of the gift sets is valued at over fifty bucks plus. I'm going to add three scotch therm. I'm so excited I can't even talk. Three scotch thermal laminator and laminating pouch gift set drawings and two $500 retail value Nair school supply gift pack drawings to this giving fund too. So there will be 15 teacher recipients and each will receive one of the awesome teacher summer packs or a laminator gift pack or a $500 Nair school supply gift pack. The latter two will not be pictured in the post, but they are a part of this giveaway, okay? So to enter, you can go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post post, remember to type tonight's code word THRIVE as part of your entry comment. And what I did tonight, you guys, was I pre-scheduled the posts. So this one is going to pop up at 5.09. So give it like another minute and then just refresh our Right Road Kids Facebook page and it'll pop right up there for you. Okay. This particular giveaway will be open until just after the end of the show till 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the 15 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page on Tuesday. Tons and tons of thanks to Nair and to the Southern California DCH Honda, Toyota, Lexus, Ford, and Audi car dealerships. And, of course, their support companies for helping to make this wonderful giveaway possible. And, you know, it's just the start of the many, many, many awesome giveaways I'll have throughout the show for you tonight. So keep our Right Road Kids Facebook page close and ready. And just a quick note that if you're not listening live tonight, we're live Sunday, June 2nd. Tonight's giveaways will, of course, be closed. After that, and I just noticed that it's 5:09 right now as I speak, so that first giveaway should be up right on our Right Road Kids Facebook page for you right now. And you guys, oh my gosh, I am so honored and excited right now to introduce you all to my very special guest this evening. Her name is Linda Cardamus, and Linda taught middle school math before founding Teach for the Heart which is an absolutely wonderful website that 
it provides practical advice and encouragement and support for teachers. And as part of her passion and her calling to uplift educators, she's also written three extraordinary books that are really what I would call go-to gems for inspiration, ideas, and support for all educators. She also has a wonderful blog and an inspiring podcast. All of Linda's work and programs focus on her calling to help teachers across the country and around the globe excel and thrive in their teaching adventures and careers. And Linda just also recently had a baby. It's her fourth child, so it's truly an amazing honor and blessing that she took the time here to be with us this evening. I am absolutely thrilled to introduce you all to Linda Cardamus. Welcome to On the Right Road, Linda. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Yay, you're welcome. And I just, I can't wait for all of our listeners to meet you, Linda, and to hear everything that you have to share. So kind of as a helpful touchstone to get started tonight, uh, let's start by talking a bit about your teaching journey, if that's okay. Is that cool? Sure. Okay, so I understand that you were a sixth grade math teacher, and I don't think you're teaching in the classroom right now anymore. With your passion to teach, why did you decide to leave the classroom? I can only imagine really what a big, tough decision that must have been for you. You know, it really was very difficult. I love teaching. I taught middle school math. Uh, at a Christian school in Ohio, and it was just fantastic. Of course, it had many challenges, but I loved it. When, But, however, we just knew it was something my husband and I had talked about and that God just put on our heart that when we did have kids, I was going to invest that time with them for a season. And so, on one hand, it was a very tough uh, decision, but on the other hand, it wasn't really, we knew we were going to do that ahead of time, so it wasn't as much the decision, but I, I did struggle with it a whole lot, and God really had to show me that... Um, my identity wasn't just in teaching. I needed to find my identity in him. Um, but I had to kind of let teaching go. And then it was so cool just to see it given back to me and just the opportunity to support so many teachers online. And I never anticipated that happening, but I'm so thankful for it. And um, who knows? Maybe I'll get to be in the classroom again soon. I got to do a long-term supposition here last fall. So I, I love times that I'm in the classroom, but I also know in this season God has me um, spending most of my time with my my own kids right now. So I'm thankful for that, too. Well, and as we were talking before the show, that's just so crucial. You know, getting back to the basics of parents, you know, instead of putting them in front of an iPhone or an iPad or a computer, it's so important for parents to really be there for for their kids. So I really respect that difficult decision that you needed to make. But so, so now, related to all this, Linda, how did your writing and your your heart to share with other educators all the things that you've learned in terms of thriving in teaching and in life come about for you. I'm really interested to hear. Well, when I first start, uh, first finished up teaching, I really was searching for, you know, now what? And I had all these things that I had learned as an educator, many of them the hard way, uh, others through fantastic mentors and just various, you know, people that had spoken into my life. And so, honestly, it was just, praying about what should I do one day, and, and I just got the idea. I really felt God gave it to me to write the book, uh, write an e-book. That seemed really easy to do. I didn't, have, I didn't know anything about the online, you know, how to reach people online, but I thought I could, I could share, write some of these things down and just publish an e-book. And, and so that's what I did, and that was Create Your Dream Classroom. And I kind of thought that that would be it. And then a friend said, you know, hey, no one knows about your book. If you want people to know about your book, you've got to start, you know, a, a website so people can find it and start a blog and and so I did, and it just 
one thing led to another. I never would have planned it this way, but I'm so thankful that God just led step by step because it's such a blessing to be able to uh, support and encourage teachers just around the country and around the world um, online. It's just an amazing world that we live in that we can do that. It's, It's so cool. Well, and, you know, this, what you're sharing goes to the point that a teacher's heart doesn't quit teaching just because the trajectory of their life shifts. You're still a teacher now teaching (laughs) teachers, right? And it's such a great reminder for each of us to really listen to our hearts and to God's calling in our lives and to follow where we're led and truly called. You know, it's so important that we don't just stay doing a particular specific job out of fear. You know, you can feel if you're in the right place and it's okay to make a shift. I think it's so important, especially for educators to hear that because... You know, maybe there might be a guilt that may creep in for teachers thinking, but I'm supposed to teach this grade or at this school. How can I possibly change my grade level or position? You know, I can't let my kids down. But sometimes particular jobs or years are stepping stones to where God is leading our lives and our legacy to be. And that's all part of this important topic of thriving. So, Linda, you're a Christian. I mean, obviously, just by hearing you speak for a few minutes here, that, that's very clear. And I know that your work and writings are very faith-based. So I want to make sure to highlight that everything we're going to share here tonight will be an extraordinary blessing for everyone. As we all know, especially in the public school realm, you know, there are faith lines that just cannot be crossed. And I okay. saw a video clip of you sharing on your website, Linda, that it really highlighted that it's on your heart to be of support to all educators. Is that right? Absolutely, yes. Um, you know, we have we have obviously talk a lot about faith on our site, and and we've already mentioned it a few times tonight. But there's there's so many things we share that are going to be helpful, no matter no matter what you you know what you believe. And absolutely, just want to be a blessing wherever we can. Awesome. Okay, so now here's a here's a really significant question that's on that's been on my heart lately and the question is where do you thrive? It's just really been resonating with me lately. Um and my last right road email actually shared a challenge to everybody to really think about that question. Where do you thrive? So what are your thoughts Linda on that? On taking time to really think about, envision and realize where you thrive. Does that make sense? Yes, um, I, I think it's very important to take that time to be introspective and to think about it. Uh, and because when you know your, sh- I'm not sure if this is kind of where you went with it as you're thinking, but as I thought about that question, I thought, you know, everyone has different strengths and ways that they naturally excel, things they're passionate about, or even just natural strengths and things you're good at. And the more that we identify and know and understand what those are, the more that we can apply those both in our classrooms and in our lives and really teach to our strengths, work to our strengths. And, you know, really, I think that's so much, we can be so much more effective when we think about that rather than just thinking, you know, hey, I have to do exactly what so-and-so next door does. You know, when right. their strengths are different than yours. Well, and my, when I've been thinking about where, I've been thinking about the physical location. Like for me, I grew up out in the country in Wisconsin, and now I live in Southern California. And what I'm really, really realizing in my life, even more than I always have, because having that fresh air and, and space to just be and see the beauty of nature is a huge part of my life. And as I'm getting busier and busier and busier, like I'm sure you are, Linda, with not only your kids, but now your your books and your website and everything that you do as well, for me personally, 
I've found that it's so important that I make sure to find those places of of beauty outside in nature or I'm not the same person. That's part of where I thrive and if that's taken away from my life. So I have to build that in. I have to go for a walk. I, the other day I saw a beautiful flowering. I wrote this in my email yesterday, my, a beautiful purple flowering tree. And I just sat there for a couple of minutes and looked at this thing and just acknowledged its beauty and let, let it just seep into my soul. So I think it's so important that we all think, where do we thrive? Not just yeah. how, but where should we be in our life? Where physically, where mentally, where emotionally should we be in our life so that we are able to thrive to our greatest ability? So now, Linda, I want to dive right into your books. Oh, my gosh, they're awesome. They're they're really all about helping teachers thrive. It's amazing. And they're laid out in these perfect like two to three page chapters. So each lesson, each point can be read and taken in in just a few minutes. And then what I found in reading each of your books is that when I take a couple of minutes to read a chapter, I can then really ponder and kind of ruminate on that particular lesson throughout the day, which is what helps, you know, really bring the lessons and ideas to life. Now, since we're just at the very beginning of summer right now, Linda, here's a big question. How important is it for an educator to take time to read, reflect, and reevaluate, you know, over the summer. Making time for that is a huge part of thriving in education, right? I absolutely believe so, because uh, for for a couple reasons, you know, we all come into the summer in different modes. Some of us are discouraged or frustrated or just flat exhausted. Others, uh, some other times we we feel like we've had a rough year. Other times we feel like, oh, things are going good. I'm almost like, I'm just going to coast. And either way, wherever you're at, just taking some time to reflect, to read, to get fresh new ideas is so helpful. Because every summer I would read a book, and as I did, um, you just get you get these fresh ideas. You start getting excited again, and rather than coming, you know, dreading the fall, you start you start being excited about it. And then you're teaching, you're better for it, and your teaching is better for it too because you, you get some fresh ideas. You're reinvigorated, and you maybe fix up, you know, show up some trouble spots or whatever it is then you're able to come back fresh in the fall rather than, like I said, you know, kind of dreading it and, and not being ready when it's time. Well, and, and you know, a lot of teachers now teach summer school to make ends meet, for example. Right. But I think, I think again, in my busyness, I've found that if I don't take time, so teachers maybe block out time every day, even if it's just 15, 20 minutes where you're taking time for yourself. You know, of course, summer is a wonderful time to take quiet time and reflect. And so oh, what I was saying was, even in your busyness, teachers, educators, everybody, build in that, fi- even if it's 15 minutes a day, to just, like, put that in your calendar book every day, where that's time for you to read and reflect and to take quiet time. Because if we don't take time to do that and we're teaching the next generation, we're just going to be so burned out. You know, we've got to make time for ourselves. So, of course, summer's definitely a wonderful time to do that. And yet, the way you've written your books and laid them out, Linda, they're blessings at any time of year. So with that in mind, I'm wondering from your perspective, how can teachers best and most efficiently and really realistically take time during the crazy busyness of the school year? And actually, anyone during the crazy busyness of their lives, whatever their career is, how can people take time to catch their breath and reevaluate in the middle of life's hecticness, especially if things feel off track and out of control, if they feel like they're not thriving? 
Well, I think, first of all, there's two things. The first thing I think is that you really need to realize that it's important. Because yes. if you think that taking time to reflect is a luxury that you can't afford, you won't do it. But if you realize, yes, I need to do this, it's going to help everything else, then you'll find the time. And that's the second thing is just schedule it. If you get out of calendar, no matter how busy things are, you can only find even just 10, 15 minutes to sit, reflect, think. Um, and so putting it on your calendar, uh, then you can, you can find space for it. You just have to choose to make it a priority, realize that it's going to help, that it's worth the time, and then, and then schedule it, and then it's there. It's on your calendar, and you don't have to feel guilty about taking that time. Absolutely. Well, and and I want to ask you a whole bunch of questions that are kind of chapters and topics in in your books. So the first question that I have for that is in your Take Heart and Teach book, you have a chapter called, I love this, the chapter is just called, I Can't Think. (laughs) What, what, What can teachers do when they're so busy that they literally can't think? And again, this is one of those questions that I think is going to be helpful for everyone. Oh, absolutely. And I find that, you know, when you are so tired uh, that you just can't think, that we actually spend a lot of time on our mental energy. We, uh, we, never, we always think about time management. We don't always think about mental energy ma- management. And yes. that's really almost more important than time management because a lot of times we will have time, but we're just so tired we just can't think. You know, we, ha- we have a planning period and we end up just blowing it because we just, you know, you hop on Facebook or you just sit there for a second or your mind is rolling and all you end up doing is answering two emails, right? So right. We can guard our mental focus uh, and that can make such a difference. And I talk in the book and I actually talk on the site too um, a little bit about that. But one of the biggest things is just to actually have a to-do list, right? It's just so simple. Um, but having a to-do list, instead of trying to keep it in your head, I find whenever yes. I'm trying to keep my to-do list in my head, I run out of space. I, I, it drives me crazy. Uh, so just stopping and writing everything down is immediately clarifying. Um, I also talk in that chapter about having a start of day and an end of day routine, which can be really helpful. So just saying, you know, this is what I'm going to do at the beginning of each day. These are the yes. things. This is what I do at the end of each day. Whether it's, uh, this can be true of, you know, morning and evening. It can also be true in school. You know, when I arrive, these are the five things I do. Uh, before I go, these are the five things I do. And scheduling things there and just doing the same thing, you really get an efficient use of your time and also your mental energy. If you don't have to decide what to do, you know, these, you just already know what to do if you can just do it. I love that. And those are kind of, it's so interesting. As you're talking, I'm like, oh my gosh, these are a couple of techniques that I've kind of put inside of my life over the last year, especially, and they've made a world of difference. I have noticed that sometimes I literally was so busy, I couldn't think. But when I do that to-do list, I can let it go. And my mental energy is not being on, is not on that. I can focus on the task at hand and then just go down my list. Oh my gosh, I love it. So another chapter in your Take Heart and Teach book is titled A Bag Full of Bricks. (laughs) I love this chapter too. How can teachers come to really realize that teaching doesn't have to be that endless struggle of stress and overwhelm and uh, exhaustion with that teacher bag, you know, that feels like that bag full of bricks always slung over their shoulder. I'd love your insight on that. Yeah, well, I talked a lot with my friend Angela Watson. She's the creator of the 48-hour teacher work week club. So we talk about this a lot together. And I think it's just something that, oh, with so many teachers, we all struggle with this, uh, just feeling like teaching is taking over our lives. And I think the first key is simply to realize that 
it doesn't have to be that way. I think a lot of times we get this idea that in order to be effective, we have to spend every waking moment on teaching. And if we if we stop doing anything, then, then we're not going to be as effective if, if we don't do that. And I think yes. that the first thing is to realize that that's not true, that it, it does take a ton of hard work, a ton of effort, but it doesn't have to take over your life. And you have to start there by realizing it's possible. And then that opens up your creativity um, a little bit about it. We talk about some specifics in the book. I don't know if you if we have time to get into them now, but I think it starts there. Yes, and giving yourself permission to not be a teacher 24-7. And I'm really, this is something that I'm really in the middle of right now, trying to, be, again, as Right Road keeps growing and growing and growing, I'm needing to learn, to relearn in, at a different level how to find that balance. And I, I'm needing to, I love how, you know, how you're defining this because I look at it as giving myself, giving yourself permission to also be an extraordinary mom, giving yourself permission to take care of your physical health. And if you don't give yourself permission, who in the world is going to? So I think that's such a key thing for teachers to hear is give yourself permission. It's okay. Oh my gosh, I love this. So you've titled another chapter, Liar, Liar, where you talk about (laughs) how there are certain lies that teachers often find themselves living in the middle of. What is one of the biggest, and quote, we're saying this in quotes, teacher lies that teachers tend to tell themselves and how can teachers come to realize the truth of the matter? Does that well, make we sense? We talked about one of them, which was, you know, if I work fewer hours, I won't be as effective. Right. Just add one thought to that, and that's that, you know, normally, the truth is, you know, if you want to be more efficient, you can actually be more effective. But it's not just the fact, uh, so it's not just the fact of, you know, I'm going to, you know, give myself permission for other things. That's, that is so important. But also the realization that when you are rested and refreshed, you're a better teacher, right? Uh, would you would you rather have a stressed, you know, uh, a stressed teacher that's exhausted and about to have a nervous breakdown, uh, or a teacher that's energized and excited and you know had a good night's sleep last night? Um, so when we take time for our, not just for ourselves, but yeah, when we when we take time to find that balance and we learn to be more efficient let go of things that we don't have to be doing that we just think we have to do, uh, then we actually can end up being better teachers as a result. I love it. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to talk about all this so much more. I have so many more questions for you. <laughs> and I really want to dive into even more specifics of how teachers and all the educators can really thrive. But first, I have another awesome related giveaway for you all, teachers. And this one is in your honor, Linda. <laughs> and hey, while I'm, while I'm sharing this, I'm going to ask, maybe try to, like you're coming in and out. Sometimes you're crystal clear, sometimes you're not. So maybe try to find a place where there's a window or some place where you can get a little bit better cell service. Oh, in your mouth, okay. you know what? You're hitting the buttons. <laughs> so sometimes the buttons oh. are clicking. No worries. But again, just maybe to be a little helpful so your, your, your message can come across a little clearer here. But anyway, here's the second giveaway tonight, you guys. It's open to all educators in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road. Linda's books, 
you guys, I just can't say enough. They're awesome. They are must-reads for educators, and I am so happy to share, you guys, that I have 18 of them to give here tonight. Linda donated six of her Teach Uplifted books and six of her Take Heart and Teach books, and I have six $20 Amazon gift cards for six of her Create Your Dream Classroom books. So there will be 18 recipients as part of this one giveaway, and each will receive either one of Linda's books or one of Linda's books or an Amazon gift card to buy one. And again, these are beautiful summer or anytime books for every educators at every educator. And this giveaway picture um, will include a picture of all three books. Okay. So to enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. And remember to type in tonight's code word THRIVE as part of your entry comment, even if you included it in tonight's earlier giveaway, okay? Also for this giveaway, one of the books, it's titled Teach Uplifted, is specifically a Christian teacher devotional book. The other two books are also faith-based, but they're, they really are focused for all educators. So if you have a pre- Reference to receive or not receive the devotional book. Just jot a note in your entry comment, and we'll do our best to match each recipient with one of the 18 books they would prefer. I always want to be respectful of everybody's faith and what everybody believes, so um, I'll certainly make note of that and make sure that if you're a recipient, you get a book that really fits you just right, okay? Um, And this post, you guys, is going to be posted in one minute. It'll be posted at exactly 5.32 Pacific, 8.32 Eastern. So if it isn't up on your Right Road Kids Facebook page yet, just refresh it right at 532 Pacific and it'll pop right up there for you. Again, we pre-scheduled tonight's giveaway post to make sure they would post on our Right Road Kids Facebook page right when we want them to during the show. And this giveaway, you guys, will be open until just after the end of the show till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the 18 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday. Great big thanks, oh my gosh, to Linda herself. She purchased eight of these, or um, 12 of these books herself and her, her Teach for the Heart website for donating the 12 copies and to Lori Stinas and her Keller Williams real estate team as well for helping to make this wonderful giveaway possible. Now, Linda, oh my gosh, as I mentioned, one of your awesome books is titled Create Your Dream Classroom. And with many teachers having at least a, a moment more than usual to catch their breath now that it's summer, how important is it for teachers to actually sit down and imagine their dream classroom? I think it's very important. And because if we don't imagine what we want our classroom to look like and be like and feel like, then we're kind of just shooting in the dark. And it's so interesting when I ask that question, people's mind goes different places. Some people immediately start thinking about the physical aspects of their room and what they want it to look like physically. Um, yeah. Others go more to what they want the culture to feel like. So that, that that might mean different things to different people, but it's all important, right? You know, what what do you want your classroom to feel like? What do you want students to experience? It's all part of the experience, right, inside your classroom. So I think it's, it's a great question to consider because then once you kind of identify, you know, what, do, what am I missing? What do I want to be different than last year? Then you can go out and pursue answers to those questions. Well, and this is what we teach our kids, too, to imagine your life to envision your life, to visualize your life. What do you want it to look like? And, you know, you having them write it down, having them, you know, create, I call it a right road vision board, uh, you know, 
to create those things, it, instead of just floating around in space, the ideas become real. So I think it's so important, and now's the perfect time to imagine, like you said, Linda, not only what the physicality of you want, what you want your room to look like, but what do you want it to feel like? What do you want the culture of your classroom to be like? And see it before the year starts. Create a map of it. Create a, a vision board of it. I love that. Oh, my gosh. So now... Moving kind of into when school actually starts, I read in your book, and, and I love this so much, it was so profound, how do the first days of a school year often determine the success of the whole school year to come? Well, I've experienced this both in the negative and the positive, and I'm sure many of you have as well, but those first few days really do set the tone for the entire school year. So if we if we may, if we start letting things go and and kind of have this lackadaisical um, attitudes towards you know our procedures and things like that, then that is going to quickly snowball. And I know I found myself, uh, you know, by October staring out of the classroom that just no one was listening to me. <laughs> Basically, it was a disaster. But the next year, when I kind of realized this, and I said, okay, I'm going to start really enforcing, you know, teaching procedures, working with them, and just starting off right on the right foot uh, with strong procedures, things like that, it makes such a big difference because those first few days are almost magical because students, even if they've had your class before, but especially if they don't know you, you have a blank slate and you really can almost reinvent your entire classroom and students will will accept almost any procedure that you present to them um, in those first few weeks if you present it right away and you stay consistent with it. That's the time when they're ready for something new. They're ready. They're learning. They don't. They don't have bad habits in your classroom yet. And so it really is a ma- uh, uh, like almost a magical little time where you can make such a big difference. Uh, so it's important to be ready uh, to take advantage of those first few days and weeks. Yes, and also I think since you were speaking of you know imagining your dream classroom, I think it's important to also think about these kind of things as well. Think about those few. St- first few days but then what if something goes amok you know if you have a plan going into it if this goes wrong no worries I've got plan b do you know what I mean so you're not if if it doesn't go exactly the way because you you, goodness gracious you can have one or two children who just change for whatever reason you know we all get along differently with different people and one or two kids can change the whole culture of a classroom just from their behavior or something so if you have in mind how you're going to address things if something goes wacky (laughs) you know it helps you stay calm in the minute and make sure that those first few days and weeks really end up being that cornerstone of your year that are strong and effective and that you can build on so you're not in october november december going oh my gosh my room has gone amok you know i love this linda okay so now Right? So now here's another biggie question. What do you think is the best thing to do when you're having a rough day for whatever reason and you're, you know, I just can picture this with educators, with teachers. You're at the end of your rope, you're hanging by a thread, and yet you still need to communicate with students and staff and deal with things at hand. You know, in thinking about thriving and not floundering, how can teachers best handle days like this? that just are amok. They're, you know, something's not clicking on all cylinders. What do you do? Yeah, we've all had those days, right? I remember one right. time, oh, I just got some 
not the best news about a new policy. You know, when I walked in the door on Monday and I found myself in a back hallway just, just sobbing when I was supposed to be, you know, monitoring my class and just warning right. my own friends. <laughs> But I think for myself personally and for anyone that does, um, you know, have a relationship with Jesus, taking just even, even if you don't have any time, just spending, just praying about it can give so much help and perspective. Um, If that's not part of your life, uh, or even if it is on a more practical, you know, another thing that we can do, though, is just simply taking a moment to breathe, just to pause. (laughs) That can help, too, just taking a moment uh, to breathe and just calm down a little bit. And then also, I think it's okay if we're having a really tough time. You have to know your group of students. But I think for the majority of classes, it's okay to be a little bit vulnerable with them and tell them, you know, hey, guys, I'm having a really tough day, and, you know, I'm going to do my best to continue to be fair and and consistent with you. But just so you know, I'm really having a tough time, and I could use your help today. I think, you know, you can say, you know your group of students. Some classes that would not go over well, but you might be surprised how well they respond and, and kind of can help you out a little bit in that. I agree. I think if you're real with kids, you know, if you say, you know what, I need 15 seconds. I just need to sit at my desk for 15 seconds. I need to catch my breath. Could you just, could you help me for a minute? You know, I think everybody, I think people in general want to help other people. And I think kids have such a heart for that as well. So I think the honesty is just so important. And I, that goes so far. I, I've found in my life and I, I just, I really believe that. So now I know I'm jumping around a bit here because I have so many questions, <laughs> but another chapter in your book, Take Heart and Teach is titled Growth Takes Time. And as yeah. a part of thriving, it's crucial that instead of feeling stuck and feeling like we're not growing, to really, it's important to look back and see how far we've come. Can you share about, you know, really the importance of understanding this and how to really appreciate that growth takes time? Right. And when I talk about growth taking time, I talk about it in two aspects. One, in our own lives as teachers and people, and then also in our students' lives. Because we can often get frustrated that we're not seeing the growth we want in our students. You know, I've been working with the students for months. Why aren't I seeing the progress? And ourselves, we can feel like, man, I thought I'd be further along by this time. And it really is important to just realize growth is happening. We just don't always see it in the moment. And I think personally, looking back on a longer scale, you know, think about yourself a year ago, two years ago. Can you see progress from them? And and you can almost every time, right? Uh, right. Don't look at these short spans of time. Look longer. And especially an encouragement to first-year teachers. If this was your first year, you grew a ton, and you're, you made a difference in your students' lives, too. It just sometimes takes time to see that move. So don't get discouraged. You know, keep going, and you'll be able to look back in the future. I know I wish I had those stories. I mean, I remember first year, yeah, I wish I had those stories that people tell about these students that turn around and you know, they were in the work. It just, I didn't see them yet. They, they took a right. lot more than those couple months to develop. It, it took the second or third year for, for, to really see that fruit. So don't get discouraged. Yes, and if you're if you have had a rough year, and you're you know it, it it was just your last week of school or your last week of school is coming up, instead of just looking at this last week, stop for a second and take five minutes and look back to September, and really think, well, what was September like? What did my kids know then? And then you realize, oh my gosh, Johnny jumped a whole grade level in reading, you know. And if you look at it that way, it's like, wow, 
I we came so far when it seems like a snail's pace. Oh my gosh, I love this. So Linda, in a one minute nutshell, <laughs> I wish we had a bajillion hours to talk here, but the time is just flying by. In a one minute nutshell, what is your best one minute advice for helping teachers thrive? Well, I think it's just really important to take stock of what where you are struggling and to seek out help. So many times we isolate ourselves, uh, but don't do that. Look, ask people for help. If there's someone at your school you can go to, go to them. If there's not, if it's not the best environment at your school, uh, seek out help online. We have so many, you have Right Road Kids, we have a community at Teach for the Heart, and there's so many others. Seek out a community, uh, find the help you need, and don't feel stuck. Uh, so that's the yes. thing. Whatever you're struggling with, don't just stay in your bubble. Go out there and, and seek that support because we need each other. We're not meant to do this alone. Yes, and sometimes taking that first step, like if it's not your normal personality to reach out for help, it might feel almost overwhelming to ask somebody for help, but I know, because I'm, it's interesting, I'm kind of an introvert in some ways, like I need a lot of my own quiet time, but I've learned over, over the years that you know, from I've learned how to ask for help and it becomes easier and easier and it's so joyful and joy-filled because because you build this community and that's what we're here on earth for is to connect with each other, not to be in our, our bubble. So I love that, Linda. So now we've just scratched the surface of all you have to offer. I want to make sure everyone knows how can they connect with you, whether it be to purchase your books or, or regarding all of your wonderful resources. You, how can they get in touch with you? Well, the best place to go is uh, teachfortheheart.com. That's teach, the number four, theheart.com. And at the top, you'll find a section for books. Uh, you'll find a section for the blog and for the podcast. And you can sign up right on the home page to be part of our email list, which is where we let everyone know about um, you know, all the different things that we have to offer and to support you. And it's a it's really a wonderful website. It's it's laid out very easily. Like she said, the 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 main headings are right at the top, so you can find exactly what you're looking for. So again, that's teach t e a c h four number four the t h e heart h e r t dot com. I can't say enough about it. Um, I was telling Linda before we started. I don't schedule guests based on you know are they popular, are they famous. I go to their website, I read their books, and it's the heart of the matter. That just really inspires me to ask them to be a guest here on the right road. And Linda just was off the charts with everything I saw there. So take advantage. That's definitely one of those resources that, oh my gosh, you'll you'll glean so much from it. It's wonderful over the summer uh, to take that quiet time and to learn and to reach out. So awesome, Linda. So what final message would you like to share with all of our amazing right road friends listening here with us this evening? Um, I just am so thankful for all the work that you do every day. And we always end our podcast with the phrase, keep growing, keep striving. You really are making a difference. And I believe that. So it doesn't feel like it, but I just want to thank you for the work you're doing. You are making a difference. And just continue to grow, uh, continue to work, take rest over the summer, um, and be ready for, you know, to come back at it um, in the fall. Just, just thank you for all the work that you do. Oh, and thank you so much, Linda, for all of your work. I mean, I just feel like you're an extraordinary blessing. And I know that everything you've shared here with us is going to be a lasting blessing for folks around the country and really around the world. So thank you so much, Linda. You are amazing. (laughs) No, thanks so much for having me. 
You're welcome. And as I always like to do, I, I want to give a huge thanks as well to our amazing On the Right Road sponsors, Right Road Kids and Right Road Productions, Nair, Seatsack, the Southern California DCH, Audi, Honda, Ford, Lexus, and Toyota car dealerships and their support companies, Lori Stinas and her Keller Williams real estate team, and of course, our angel sponsor, Mo Anderson, on behalf of Keller Williams and her extraordinary joy-filled life book. And you guys are a big reminder to mark your calendars for Sunday, June 30th. That's our next live on the Right Road show date. And, oh my gosh, you guys, my guest is going to be a beloved children's book author. I am just so thrilled and honored by all of the amazing people that have been joining me here on the Right Road. It's quite something. <laughs> and, you guys, I speaking of being excited, I have a huge bonus gift opportunity for you guys tonight. This is a biggie. A couple of times each year I do this to share a special blessing and gift opportunity with as many of you as possible while also giving back to our amazing angel sponsor, Mo Anderson. And Mo has actually written a life-changing book called A Joy-Filled Life. It's a book that has been truly life-changing in my life personally and for everything Right Road. Again, I only do what I'm going to do right now a couple of times each year. Mo doesn't know when I do it, nor does she ask me to do it. But today is one of those days, and it's perfect as we all head into the summer. So all you got to do is take a look at the Mo Anderson's A Joy-Filled Life book purchasing post that I posted earlier today on our Right Road Kids Facebook page. Here's the deal. Every educator, I'm so excited that I can hardly swallow here. Every educator to purchase, every I should say every U.S. educator to purchase Mo's book today, June 2nd, 2019, will receive a free $30 school supply gift pack for each copy of the book they purchase via Kindle or paperback. So, for example, if you purchase three copies, you'll receive three gift packs. And the Kindle version is only something like six bucks. And the book is an amazing read. It's an amazing gift for your educator friends, too. It's just an awesome summertime read to help you and your friends thrive. And the details are all right there in the post. Just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page and scroll down a few posts till you find the post with the picture of Mo Anderson's A Joy-Filled Life book, okay? Plus, get this, you guys. I'm also going to draw 10 names at random from all of those who purchased Mo's book today, June 2nd, 2019, and let me know that they did. Again, check out the post for all the easy details. And each of the 10 recipients of this big $500 pack will receive an awesome $500 retail value Nair school supply gift pack in addition to their $30 school supply gift pack or gift packs. And the Facebook post says five of these bonus 500 packs, but I'm making it 10 as of right now. The extra five will only be an opportunity for those of you listening here tonight. So include tonight's code word THRIVE as part of your book purchase message to me, okay? That THRIVE note isn't going to be mentioned. It's not there in the post on our Right Road Kids Facebook page. Those extra five $500 gift packs are only an opportunity for those of you listening. Now, if you already purchased Mo's book earlier today, you can just edit your comment to me there on the post, okay, to add the THRIVE. Okay, or you can private message me. I'll find it. Just do so on our Right Road Kids Facebook page so it's easy for me to find, okay? Plus, 
I'm going to add one more bonus for all of you listening tonight in honor of my amazing guest. Oh my gosh. If you also purchase one of Linda Cardamus's books tonight, June 2nd, let me know that in your comment too. And I will turn one of your $30 school supply gift packs or, or packs if you purchased more than one of Mo's books into a $50 gift pack. I just really want to make sure you have all of these amazing book resources to help you thrive this summer while also receiving some of the supplies you'll need to support your students in classroom in the school year to come. And <laughs> I, I just, I, if I could give every single one of you educators the world, I would. I just, I always want to do as much as I possibly can to give 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 to you all so this whole opportunity will be open until midnight pacific time tonight again sunday june 2nd and we'll announce the 10 five hundred dollar nair school supply gift pack recipients on our right road kids facebook page tomorrow afternoon and the right road team and i will follow up personally with each one of you who purchased mo's book or books and let me know you did by the end of the day, This at the end of the week, by the end of the week, because there have been so many already coming in today. So it may take us a few days to get back to you, but we will get back to you to confirm your summer shipping address for the gift, for the, I'm calling them the Mo gift packs, okay? Oh my gosh, I hope that makes sense, you guys. I just, I'm so thrilled about this. Mo's book is such a blessing. Linda's books are such blessings. I just, I hope that they're a huge part of your summer thriving. <laughs> Um, and now, like I always like to do, you guys, I have a couple of nuggets from my heart that you can take with you into the week and into the summer. The first one, thriving is such an important goal in our lives, and it's okay to make a shift in our lives if we need to. Just like Linda shifted in her life as her family grew and her family, her calling to support other educators grew. And I've really learned this firsthand over the last several years with my life and with Right Road. For the first 25 years of Right Road, I traveled everywhere. I mean, I worked directly with over a half million kids of all ages over the years. And as Right Road continued to grow and grow and grow and grow, I was really struggling to keep up with the demand, so to speak. So I just felt this pulling. I felt led to find new ways to reach and share the Right Road messages and lessons and programs with as many kids and educators as possible. And at first... I did feel almost guilty for not traveling and personally visiting as many schools as much, but I've come to realize that the shift I've made over the last few years has been a part of the of, of the plan and my calling to share Right Road around the country and around the globe. You know, it, it, through programs like this on the Right Road radio show, the shift was part of my thriving and Right Road's thriving. The shift was okay and it was important and it was needed. And I just want to share that as a reminder to all of you amazing Right Road friends out there that it's okay if you need to shift in your life so that you can truly thrive. And number two, God wants us to thrive, not just survive. I know that we all have challenges and some of them are bigger than they're even imaginable. it, It just seems, how can we possibly overcome this? And oftentimes, What I think, what I found is those challenges can actually lead to our biggest moments of thriving in our lives. I know that sounds crazy, but if everything were easy all the time, I don't think we would understand true joy. And I don't believe God dumps the bad stuff on us. I believe anything negative or bad, it comes from us collectively as human beings because we're not perfect. 
But as the saying goes, it's all in what we do with it. And God's will for our lives is for us to thrive. And knowing that can make all the difference in the world and how we look at things. We can't be martyrs in looking at the difficulties in our lives. I truly believe that the key is that we each have to figure out and learn how to thrive beyond the difficulties and how to take all that we learned through the difficulties in helping us be even more than we ever thought we could be. Thrive, not just survive, is absolutely the right road mantra for this summer. Yes. And you guys, I hope with all my heart that this hour has been a wonderful blessing for you and that every second we've shared together here tonight will truly help you thrive in extraordinary ways. And speaking of thriving, something that truly makes my life thrive is giving to all of you extraordinary educators. So here's on the Right Road giveaway number three for tonight. Remember, you guys, to check our Right Road Kids Facebook page Tuesday afternoon for the long, long list of recipients from all of tonight's pre-show and live broadcast giveaways because we're in summertime gift delivery mode now so each recipient will need to connect with us in order to receive their gift okay so here's giveaway number three for tonight it's open to all educators in the u.s listening to on the right road right now this is so awesome you guys it's one of those giveaways that i've been doing on the first show of each summer to great response to help teachers refresh and renew i have 10 $10 Bath & Body Works gift cards and four $25 Bath & Body Works gift cards. They're good in-store or online. So even if you don't have a location near you, no worries. Um, on a personal note, I don't buy or need a lot of stuff for myself. But using Bath & Body Works products is just one of those things that just really brings a smile to the start of every day for me. And I'm thinking you love and need and deserve these kind of pamper gifts too. So, Plus, you guys, I'm going to add four drawings for cartons of wonderful post-it easel pads. Each carton has four easel pads and it's valued at 122 bucks. So <laughs> there will be 18 teacher recipients from this giveaway and each will receive a Bath & Body Works gift card or a carton of post-it easel pads. The easel pads won't be pictured in the giveaway post on our Right Road Kids Facebook page, but they are still part of this giveaway, you guys. So to enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. Remember to type tonight's code word THRIVE as part of your entry comment, even if you included it in tonight's earlier giveaways, okay? Um, remember that we pre-scheduled our giveaway post tonight, so this one will pop up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page right at 5.57 p.m., 8.57 Eastern. So if you don't see it there, just refresh your page and it'll pop up. This one will be open until just after the end of the show, till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight, and we'll announce the 18 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Mountains of thanks to Nair, to Lori Stinas, and our Keller Williams real estate team and of course to Mo Anderson on behalf of Keller Williams and her wonderful A Joy-Filled Life book for helping to make this giveaway possible. Once again, tons of thanks to Linda Cardamus for being my extraordinary guest this evening. Of course, huge thanks to Marcy for providing the behind the scenes support tonight. Thank you to my amazing engineer Aaron and the whole Voice America team and thank you all so very much for listening and being a part of the Right Road family. Blessings, love 
and light to every single one of you. And in case you missed any part of this evening's show or would like to share it with friends and family, this episode, you know, will of course be available to listen to or download for free. And in case you missed the bonus giving info relating to the Mo Anderson and Joyfield Life books and the school supply gift packs for that, or if you'd like to share that opportunity with your teacher friends, because there's no limit to how many Mo gift packs we're giving tonight as part of this live show, I'll actually post the link to this show on our Right Road Kids Facebook page within about a half hour after we wrap up here. So you can listen for that info again if you didn't have a pencil and paper at the time, okay? And watch for the click and listen giveaway for this episode on our Right Road Kids Facebook page next weekend. Even if you're listening live now, you can still click and listen and enter that giveaway next weekend, okay? Remember that the next On the Right Road show, the live show will be here on Voice America Empowerment on Sunday, June 30th. And in between our live On the Right Road broadcasts, you can always connect with us on our Right Road Kids Facebook page and on our website at rightroadkids.org. Hey, you guys, as I always like to close with, always remember that you are special, appreciated, and loved. Until next time, Sunday, June 30th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern, here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Be that daily, positive, bold, empowered inspiration for the kids in your life and live your best, most amazing life on the right road. Wishing each and every one of you a thriving, joy-filled summer and life. I love you all. Thank you for listening to On the Right Road with your host, Paula Phillips. Connect with us anytime at www.rightroadkids.org or at Right Road Kids on Facebook. And we'll catch you again here every first and third Sunday of the month at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Right Road. Right Road.